0: Hello and welcome to Deer Tracks. Happy Easter, everyone. Hope you and your family are doing well as we continue to ride out this COVID 19 pandemic. And I hope this podcast has been a bit of fresh air for you. By the time this episode airs, we will have already celebrated Easter, hence my greeting a few seconds ago. But the theme for this episode will be more in line with Good Friday. If you're like me, Good Friday can seem like that final mile in a marathon, or a 5K if you've never ran a marathon. And what I mean is that we get to this final mile in our Lenten Marathon, or 5K, and we're not thinking so much about the mile, as we're thinking about it being over. Maybe it's just me, but I feel I blow through Good Friday. And if there are any holy days where we should slow down and reflect on Christ, it's Good Friday. So hopefully that was a somewhat adequate explanation for the theme of this episode. But before we get into that, I wanted to let you know of a challenge that I've started on social media via Facebook and Instagram. It's called the Haiku Challenge. I know that's a clever name. And I invite you, rather I challenge you, to write a haiku and post a video of you reading it with the hashtag HaikuChallenge. And make sure to also tag me in the post. If you're unfamiliar with what a haiku is, it, it's basically a Japanese uh, verse form. You have one line, it was three lines, and you have one line that's five syllables, one line seven syllables, and the third line five syllables. And they don't rhyme, so the lines don't rhyme, and they do generally have some sort of imagery so um, to focus on the essence of a specific moment in time. So uh, hopefully that uh, made sense to you. Again, three lines that don't rhyme. First line, five syllables. Second line, seven syllables. Third line, five syllables. And to kind of give you an example, here's a haiku that I had recently wrote. Barren branches lift. Tiny buds to the heavens. Sun to bless. Rain. Kiss. So that's essentially uh, an example of a haiku there. So have fun with this challenge and I look forward to hearing what you come up with. Also challenge your family and friends as well and maybe if I get enough responses, I may dedicate a future episode to your haikus. So happy writing. This first poem I've decided to share with you is in sonnet form and was written by John Dunn. John Dunn was an English writer and Anglican cleric. Who lived between the 16th and 17th century, Uh, he wrote a great deal about human and divine love, faith, and salvation, and often employed extended metaphors known as conceits to pull together ideas. So the title of his work that I'm sharing with you today is Holy Sonnets, If Poisonous Minerals, and If That Tree, and here it is. If poisonous minerals, and if that tree, whose fruit through death on else immortal us, If lecherous goats, if serpents envious, cannot be damned, alas, why should I be? Why should intent or reason born in me make sins else equal in me more heinous? And mercy being easy and glorious, to God in his stern wrath why threatens he? But who am I that dare dispute with thee, O God, O of thine only worthy blood? And my tears make a heavenly, Lethean flood, and drown in it my sin's black memory, That thou remember them, some claim is debt. I think it mercy, if thou wilt forget. Again, the title of that work was Holy Sonnets, If Poisonous Minerals, and If That Tree by John Donne. This next poem is one I wrote recently titled Just Another Friday. I would say a lot of what I write is in a free verse format, and this one is no exception. While I normally don't try to be too intentional with my form, I chose in this poem to end each stanza in a similar fashion to help emphasize the idea behind the poem that while Good Friday isn't like any other Friday, I've often found myself going through it as if it were. And maybe you have done that as well. So anyway, here is the poem. It's just another Friday. I get in my car and head over to work, passing others probably doing the same. There's a chill in the air, though not unusual or aptly significant. Ruminating on it could spin a different yarn, but it's just another Friday. Nothing stands out or signals peculiarity, though maybe I choose to skip breakfast, maybe I choose not to pack a lunch. Still the routine remains relatively unchanged, picking up my life as it was before, no pause to take an extra breath, no cause to be still, for it's just another Friday. One moment of thought can seem to last a while, as if the space between seconds were minutes but in real time they're more like the cars that pass you by on the highway, colorful blips on your mind's screen, quietly scanned but not mentally stored. After all, it's just another Friday. We barely pin down our fluttering imaginations. How can we nail our hands and feet to something solid? To reflect on why, out of 364 other days, we call this particular one good, and here I am moving to the mundane rhythms of the everyday ordinary, like it's just another Friday. Churches break up the monotony, with hallowed tones in liturgy and in song, causing memory to conjure Christ the victim, fixed in time upon a cross, to taste the vinegar mixed with gall, and to know the darkness that covered the earth, unlike any other Friday. For a moment we are silent beholding the man, whose precious blood is thick as oil, and as rich as the purest nard, is lavished on spoiled children who constantly take, still faithfully he gives out of the wellspring from his side, to those of us who leave the sanctuary and get in our cars, as if it's just another Friday. Again, the title of that work was Just Another Friday. Now, one day away from the release of this episode is the 155th anniversary of President Abraham Lincoln's assassination at the hands of John Wilkes Booth. As I've mentioned in a previous episode, I'm a bit of a history buff, and especially enjoy 19th century American history so it's no surprise that I would choose to highlight such an event on this podcast. And there are two very good reasons as to why I'm bringing this up. First, the day Lincoln was shot while attending a play at Ford Theater in Washington, D.C. was April Fourteenth, 1865, which was also Good Friday that year. Now, I'm not going to wax poetically about that factoid. I just found it interesting. The second reason... I mentioned Henry Wadsworth Longfellow last episode, who was a prominent American poet during the 19th century. Well, another prominent poet of that time was Walt Whitman. Walt was an admirer of Lincoln, and upon the news of Lincoln's assassination, right when the Union was celebrating their Civil War victory, Walt penned one of his most well-known works, O Captain, My Captain. So in memory of that fatal event in American history, here is one of Walt Whitman's most beloved poems. O captain, my captain, our fearful trip is done. The ship has weathered every rack, the prize we sought is won. The port is near, the bells I hear, the people all exulting, While follow eyes, the steady keel, the vessel grim and daring. But, O heart, 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 O the bleeding drops of red, Where on the deck my captain lies, fallen cold and dead. O captain, my captain, rise up and hear the bells, Rise up, for you the flag is flung, for you the bugle trills, for you bouquets and ribbon wreaths, for you the shores a-crowding, for you they call the swaying mass, their eager faces turning. Here, Captain, dear Father, this arm beneath your head, it is some dream that on the deck you've fallen cold and dead. My Captain does not answer, his lips are pale and still, my Father does not feel my arm, he has no pulse nor will. The ship is anchored safe and sound, its voyage closed and done. From fearful trip the victor ship comes in with object one. Exalt, O shores, and ring, O bells, but I with mournful tread. Walk the deck my captain lies, fallen, cold, and dead. That was O oh, Captain, My Captain by Walt Whitman. So I hope you've enjoyed everything so far, and I wanted to end a little bit on a lighter note for you. So to finish out this episode, I have a song from my good friend Evan Anstey. Evan is a talented musician and songwriter whom I've had the privilege of working with on a current writing project that we will hopefully have done later this year. The song of Evan's that I'm about to play for you is titled Everything is OK," and he describes it as being about no one in particular, but more of a reflection of happy times and realizing that those times will live on. In my mind, I imagined driving away from the Lake Ontario shore with friends in the dark. I was in college and feeling that sense of youthful freedom. So like I said, with everything going on, I thought that uh, this would be a good message to end with and to end on a little bit more of a positive note. So here it is.
1: See the land and the stars in the sky. See the car that we both used to drive. All the things still there in yesterday. Many times before, all the things still there in yesterday let me know that everything is okay, and the nights that I spend there with you in the fields and near the waters, too, and so just like life is today it lets me know that everything is okay it lets me know that everything They let me know that everything is okay. They let me know that everything
0: is okay. I would like to thank Evan for sharing that song with us and thank all of you for listening. Please share this podcast with friends and family, leave a positive rating and review on whichever podcast platform you're using. All of this takes little of your time and makes a big impact on expanding the audience for this podcast. I also post these episodes on YouTube. Just search James Kibby and subscribe to my channel. You can also like the videos there. And if you would like to submit a poem or song of your creation to hear it on a future episode, please send them to poetry.deartracks at gmail.com. Again, that's poetry.deartracks at gmail.com. The only parameters is that they are an honest work, relatively appropriate for a broader audience, and that the recordings don't go longer than about four minutes. And if you have any more questions, you can also email those to poetry.deartracks at gmail.com. Also, don't forget the haiku challenge I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. Post a video of you reading yours with the hashtag haikuchallenge and tag me in the post. Well, that about does it for this episode of the Deer Tracks Podcast. Until next time, take care.